Pubcast. Think about before you leave the house for the day and you're choosing your crystals that you want to take with you, what is the energy that you're focusing on? It's more about mindfulness when you're using them. So it's not so much like, oh, I just want to take all of them with me. What is the purpose? What is the intention of taking that crystal with you? You know? Welcome to the Liberated Healer Podcast, where we touch on a variety of topics in the world of spirituality, energetic healing, and everything in between and beyond. Take an adventure on a shooting star with your hosts, Gina and Linnea, offering their wisdom, guidance, and everlasting love and support. Hey everybody, this is Gina Cavalier coming to you at the Liberated Healer podcast. Thank you for joining us. And I have absolutely my favorite guest and host on today. Her name is Linnea Hodson. Yay. <laughs> We're having so much fun today and we get to talk about crystals part two yes. with Linnea, her favorite, 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 favorite topic. And she's so good at it. And you guys are going to learn a lot more about crystals. And if you haven't listen to the first one. That's a good place to start that we, we set a lot of bases for that one. So we're just going to go into some of this other new cool information she has about crystal work. Yes. I feel like in our first crystal episode, we really went over like the science of using crystals and you know, why is this stone good for manifestation or good for love and that kind of stuff. So it's very much more like the basis of crystals and what are they and just very basics, how you can use them. Today, I wanted to get a little bit more into the specifics of using them in your daily life and giving you a lot of different ways that you can use them because one way is not going to resonate with everyone out there. There's so many different ways that you can use crystals and different combinations and All of these different things. So I wanted to give a little bit more of that kind of knowledge. Further the education of crystal use. Exactly. And appreciating them. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, the more that I talk about them and recommend them for other people and all of that kind of stuff, it really just deepens my connection with crystals. Makes me so much more appreciative of them. Yeah. Yes. So we're really excited to hear what you got going on. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just wanted to tell everyone that you, I mean, I love it when you ask me questions about crystals, don't stop doing that. But it's also very easy for you to do your own research. When I first got into crystals, I would be on my phone like all day. I'd just be like tiger's eye metaphysical properties, you know, looking up different crystals. The internet is a wonderful thing and we have it at our fingertips right now. So don't be afraid to just Google it. If you're curious, you know, what is a good crystal for helping me get a job? Just Google it. And the information is pretty solid out there. Yeah. I would say I go to, I would like, I just Google it generally, you know, like keep it pretty broad. And then I look at, I go to images. So, cause there's also a lot of really great infographics. So you can kind of see what the crystal looks like too. And I go for an overarching theme over a lot of images. Cause if you see the same characteristic listed about one crystal, like three times, then I would say it's pretty safe to assume that that is what that crystal is actually used for. Yeah, and you like to recommend The Beginner's Guide to Crystals by Lisa Butterworth? Yes. So if you want a book on crystals, you can get it on Amazon. Super cheap. That's the book that I got when I first started using crystals a lot. 
Um, like Jane said, The Beginner's Guide to Crystals by Lisa Butterworth. It's a really good book. And I like the book because you can write little personal notes about how, you know, things that, you know, you can write in there. Yeah, that one's really nice too. It has a, a chart for each crystal. It tells you like what chakra it's best for, um, like the rooms that you can use it in your home, where it's best used in that way, where it's found, you know, it gives you all the facts on it. Wonderful. Yeah. So another thing, this morning I'm typing up all of my notes for this crystal podcast, and and it was like I was directly receiving from spirit when I was doing this because I typed out a lot of notes in a span of like 15 minutes, you know? (laughs) So I'm excited to share these things. But something that I received that I feel compelled to share with all of our listeners is just one particular crystal called garnet. And this is a crystal that it's like spirit was just telling me this morning that everybody should have one of these. Everybody. And you know, (laughs) it is, should have one, but is the Aquarius gemstone? Did you know that? And it's our birthday month. Oh yeah. Well, no, cause you're a January. Oh, but garnet. Okay. So So that's January. Oh, but garnet is also for uh, January babies. Yes. So that's very fitting. I, oh, yeah, it is, because we're in January. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Well, garnet is really good for helping release emotional trauma. It like, helps you move through energetic blockages surrounding traumatic situations or people or other feelings that you may be feeling, and you don't really know how to work through them. Garnet is super grounding and protective in that way, where it really helps you clear that kind of energy and collectively we've all been through the ringer over the last couple years. And it's like you, everybody needs to start carrying around some garnet to help just release some of that energy. Cause we are all carrying it with us right now. (laughs) So much different emotional trauma right now. And it's, it would be great for a gift for someone as well. Just if they're having anything traumatic going on, you know, and where can you find garnet? It's not readily in crystal shops, is it? Actually, it is. Um, it can be a little bit more expensive. You know, it's a more precious stone, I would say. So don't be surprised if you find kind of a small piece for like between 5 and $10. That's okay. like pretty common. Um, but if you are based in Los Angeles, you can go to the Green Man in North Hollywood. And they have really good pieces of garnet for not very much. I have a very large, I have a hefty piece from there. That I just got recently, and I love it. Oh, shout out to the green man. Yes, seriously, <laughs> we love them. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. So that's the first thing we're going to do is get some garnet going on for some yes. emotional trauma. Absolutely. Need that. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I also just wanted to move into some just basic uh, rules of thumb Okay. crystals. So I know in our last crystal episode, I touched on some crystals are not safe when it comes to cleansing them. It's not safe to put them in water. Okay. And I will say it again, because it's something that I like to reiterate multiple times to people when they're starting to use (laughs) crystals. Some crystals are not safe to be put in water because the, they release toxins when they are just sitting in water over time. Like they kind of start to dissolve for lack of a better word, just depending on what the crystal is. Okay. So it's not that the, it's not going to like release acid or something like that. Okay. It's not going to be that crazy and it's safe to still use these crystals, but you don't want to put them in elixirs or in essences. Like if you're putting them in moon water or something, don't use malachite 
for example. Oh, no. If it's a crystal that ends in I-T-E, chances are it is not safe in water. So that's probably the number one rule of thumb, I would say. Are people doing that? Yes. I saw a video on Instagram. I was like horrified. I am not going to lie. There was this girl that was crushing up malachite and using it as makeup. Oh my gosh. Like crushing an actual gemstone, mixing it with water and putting it on her eyelids. And the level of horror that I felt watching this video, oh my gosh, I wanted to reach through the screen and like tell her and to take it away from her. <laughs> wow. So please don't do that, friends. Please, please don't do that. Please don't do that. There are a lot of other safe ways to cleanse your crystals. Um, like I said, you can use smoke, using Palo Santo, using sage, you know, burning other herbs that you, that you like. You know, you can even use rose petals, for example. There's a lot of different things that you can do in order to cleanse them. Okay. But I would just be aware and do your research. Like I said, Google it. That's another thing. Is this crystal safe in water? Google it before you just put it in the water. Easy peasy. <laughs> well, I've been seeing in bathrooms, especially in nice restaurants, sometimes they'll have crystals in the bottom of what, where you're washing. Okay. So I don't know, maybe people are starting to get used to it. And so now they're just doing it because they're seeing it in restaurants or yeah, something like I that. I mean, you know, that's fine. Like I said, it's okay to use, for example, um, it's very popular to put crystals in moon water. You know, if you're going to make some moon water, put some rose quartz in there, super common. And that's totally fine, but only use that spray to like spray your room. Don't use it as something that you're going to be consuming yourself. Well, let's clarify moon water. You're saying when there's a full moon and people like to collect the energy. Correct. Okay. So you put out like a jar of water and you let it charge under the new moon or the full moon and it takes on that energy. A lot of times people will also imbue it with other um, metaphysical things like crystals or herbs or maybe some essential oils in order to just kind of heighten that energy depending on what astrological sign the moon is in, for example. And, you know, you can use rose quartz, you can use clear quartz. Those are ones that are safe in water. But like I said, I would not consume that water. No. Definitely not. Okay. Yeah. And that also leads to uh, something that's I've also seen. I, I feel like I'm just like debunking things <laughs> I'm seeing on the internet. I'm like, wait, you guys, no, don't do that. <laughs> but I've seen uh, something that's popular recently is water bottles that have crystals in them. And there's two different kinds. There's water bottles that just straight up have like a crystal tower inside of them with no protection around it. Okay. That's not the way to go because then no. this, your water is just soaking in this crystal and then you're drinking it. No. No. You've seen that. Yes. Okay. I've seen I haven't. it and it, it's kind of, cr it's crazy to me to be honest. Yeah. But there are also other water, water bottles out there for crystals. Like Gina has one right here on her desk and it's got this little like plastic or glass. It's glass. Okay. Yeah. Glass little encapsulation and there's crystals inside of that. Yeah. The energy of those crystals is still going to go into your water. You know? Yeah. Like you still have rose quartz water it. right now, but you don't need to drink the essence of the rose quartz. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Don't drink the crystals. Don't drink the crystals, guys. It's like, don't feed the animals. Don't drink the crystals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's, there you guys go. So We're that's not going to be doing that. I think there's some garnet in here, girl. 
There is. Yay. That's, there's definitely some garnet. See, you already got it. I already got some. You're good. You Yay. already got it. Yes. So other things that I hear from people are, you know, how many are too many crystals to take with you? Because you can go crystal crazy. <laughs> are we going to call this crystal crazy? <laughs> It's just like when you first get into crystals and yeah. you just everywhere you go, you're like, oh my gosh, I want more. Yeah. I, I mean, I have a really hard time walking into crystal shops still because I can't walk away without at least a couple. Yeah. <laughs> They've got to sure. come home with me, you know? <laughs> my answer to that is, I mean, no, there's not, you, there's, it's not too many crystals that you can carry with you, in no. my opinion. But... Think about before you leave the house for the day and you're choosing your crystals that you want to take with you, what is the energy that you're focusing on? Yeah. It's more about mindfulness yes. when you're using them. Yeah. So it's not so much like, oh, I just want to take all of them with me. What is the purpose? What is the intention of taking that crystal with you? You know, it's like when I'm picking my crystals to take with me on a daily basis, I think to myself, Okay, I'm going to take this smoky quartz to help protect me against the energy that I may come into contact with. Okay. I'm going to take this malachite with me to bring abundance and bring transformation of the heart. Like, I'm like doing affirmations kind of with the crystals as I'm taking them with me. Yeah. So I'm using them with an intention rather than just taking a whole bunch of them with me. And carrying them around in your purse. Yeah. In your pocket. Yeah, exactly. And so even though I do... Like I like to take a lot of crystals with me on a daily basis, but I do it. I do my best to take them with intention. So there's not too many that you can take with you, but also think about it. How many places can your energy be focused? And yeah. You're still really putting your energy into it. No, and it just kind of you know? turns into a crystal soup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I guess that also leads into your other question is are there bad combinations of crystals that when they come together, they're, like you know, the energy just feels kind of off. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, yes, never put those crystals, never put these two crystals together. It's a horrible combination because to me, it depends on the person. That's true. Very much depends on the person. It's like, you know, you're not going to vibe with every person that you come into contact with. There's, and that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with that other person. No. You just don't, your personalities just don't gel yeah. in that way. I feel the same way about crystals. Everything is energy. Everything has a frequency and a vibration. It's the same thing with crystals. Yeah. You know? So you're going to come across some crystals that maybe you just don't fully vibe with and that's okay. So I would say that there's no quote unquote bad combinations of crystals, but definitely be aware and use your intuition when picking a crystal. And if two don't really feel like they're going together, then maybe just don't take those two together that day. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You had some information here that I was looking up that you typed out for me. Um, and I like this because it kind of correlates with the chakras. So yeah. you're saying here, um, take one for grounding and protection, which is the, the root or the lower chakras. Yeah. And then if you're venturing into creativity or vitality or kind of needing to call in your personal power, say if you have like a big meeting or, and you always fall away to this boss or something and you want to be stronger, you know, that's your um, sacral on your solar plexus, something that speaks to you for that. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is for like the loving energy yeah. and the forgiveness, or if you have to go into, um, something that just 
pulls on your heart. It could be a family member conversation. So that's the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. And then one for clarity of the voice, the mind, intuition, that's your throat or your third eye. And then the the last one would be that area that provides just overall good energy, which is your crown chakra. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just, I guess that's kind of a rule of thumb too with crystals. You know, if you don't, if you have no idea where to start and you're like, well, what do I take with me? You know, like where's a good place to start? The best thing that you can do is to, stay balanced. And I think that there are no rules in spirituality. It's kind of what you make of it, but an overarching theme in spirituality is to stay balanced and have that yin and the yang and do your best to just manage your energy within something that we definitely practice here at the liberated healer. We run our energy every day. We get our chakras in alignment and taking crystals with you that keep you balanced and you have a couple that, you know, it kind of hits on each of those areas in your chakras. It helps keep them in alignment throughout the day. So that is a really good place to start. Just take like one crystal for each of the chakras. Yes. And there's like thousands of crystals (laughs) for each of, for each of the chakras, you know, it's like the limit does not exist. (laughs) And that's a good place to start. Absolutely. And then you're, you have, what about jewelry? Yes. So this is something when I was working in a spiritual store, I would definitely recommend to people because, you know, carrying a little bag of rocks in your pocket or your purse or whatever might not be for everyone. And an easier way to do it would be to wear like a crystal bracelet or maybe have a little necklace or there's a lot of different ways that you can incorporate crystals into your daily life. And then maybe it doesn't feel so cumbersome as like bringing a bag of rocks with you (laughs) (laughs) pull them out in the middle of the meeting start rubbing them really hard and like trying I'm trying to get through this meeting with this person I know well when I'm like working on business things you know I'm not I'm I have no shame about it but I'll bring crystals with me that are good for business or for manifestation and I'll like put them on the table that I'm working at and what are those again the ones that I have been working with recently are carnelian, carnelian honey calcite pyrite and yellow appetite. So those are all very like sacral and solar plexus. Yellow stones. appetite. Oh, I Crystal. love yellow appetite. I love a yellow appetite. I'm getting me some yellow appetite after this. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Do that. It's a very good manifestation stone. Oh, wow. Yes. And um, gosh, it's just a little bit is okay or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Actually, yellow appetite is it's very small. It's kind of hard to find it in larger okay. pieces because the way that it grows in the earth is just not like in large pieces. Okay. So it's like little baby pieces and you don't need a whole lot. It's just this little baby bee. That's it. Do you know where it comes from? I don't know the region that okay. it comes from actually, but it's such a beautiful stone. It's one of those ones where you kind of look at it at first. You're like, Oh, it's just like a yellow little rock, you know? But when you really look at it, you hold it up into the sun you can get lost inside of it. There's always Aww. like thousands of rainbows and little fractals. And it's a very powerful, it's like a little joy in a stone kind of. Aww. I love joy it. Joy in a stone. Yeah. Oh my so that's goodness. a good one. Okay. But I will say with crystal bracelets, this is a hot tip. So your right hand is your giving hand and your left hand is your receiving hand. So depending on what the 
crystals are that you're wearing in your bracelets, let's say if you're rose quartz, we're just going to keep going back to rose quartz today. Okay. If you're using rose quartz and you are going into a situation where, I don't know, maybe you're a therapist or if you have an occupation where someone is really needing some loving energy, wear the rose quartz on your right wrist because then you're giving that loving energy out into the world. But if you're in a position where you're really like needing some love that day, then wear it on your left wrist and that'll be more receiving of that energy. I never heard of this. Yeah. You're special. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding you. I never heard anybody say that though. Oh, wow. Not, no. Is that something is very well known? I wouldn't say it's like super well known, but I, I, um, people that worked at the spiritual shop, we definitely knew that and we would recommend it to people because I think it, it really does take it, take wearing your crystals to the next level because it also adds to the mindfulness of yeah. it. You know, you're aware of it. So the energy is going to am- amplify around it. And then what about in homes, different rooms and, uh, you know, houses, apartments to bring in different energy? Yeah. Similar to the Feng Shui? Yes. So we talked about this in a recent episode with Dr. Kak Young. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Oh, she I was loved, wonderful. Oh, man. I loved it when we were talking about the Feng Shui. And the way that she phrased it was that Feng Shui is just the management of energy in a space. Yeah. You know? And that was, it really resonated with me. And when I got home, I definitely, you know, rearranged some things <laughs> in my house. And I moved some crystals around, too. And I like to do it intuitively because I know a lot of crystals. I know what they do. I know what kind of energy that they have. But using crystals, for example, in your bathroom that are very cleansing and are really good at kind of like taking negative energy out of a space is really good to use in a bathroom because this is, it's kind of a, I don't even know. I feel like (laughs) it's not something that we really think about. And when someone said it to me, I was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. Especially living in Los Angeles, living in a big city, our toilets yeah. and like it connects us to the sewer. Like there, that's like a, yeah. I don't, wanna, I don't wanna use the term portal, but that's like a place where energy can come up into your home yeah. that you wouldn't really think of it because it's not like a doorway, you know? It's very typical for us to put selenite next to the door because it helps cleanse like purify the energy that comes in and coming threshold. out yeah exactly but the bathroom is not the place that i would normally think of that and so after that um what'd what, you put in your bathroom i put lithium quartz in the bathroom lithium quartz okay yes and also some black tourmaline okay yeah and it definitely shifted the energy did it oh yeah it's, it was weird because, I mean, I live in an apartment, so yeah. our only way in and out of the apartment is like the front door. Okay. You know? Yeah. But there's always been kind of stagnant energy in huh. the bathroom. It just always feels, ah, it's not, it's, I'm not trying to say that there's like a spirit in the bathroom or anything yeah. like that. It's not <laughs> like that. But it definitely is like outside energy can enter through the I apartment see. through like the drains. And so you felt a shift after you put that in there. Yeah. It just felt very, it felt a lot lighter and more cleansed in there. That's a a good thing to say to people too, because just try it out, you know, just put it in there and just see if you notice anything different. And if it didn't, then try something else, you know, just, 
play right. with it a little bit. Right. I'm not going to sit here and tell you put this crystal exactly here and yeah, that's yeah. what it's going to do because like I said, everybody vibes with different things and we all kind of come around to our own ways of doing our practices. There's no rules in spirituality. So just play around with it. Put some crystals in your bathroom or in your kitchen. If you know, or under someone's pillow. <laughs> okay, you know what? That loops me into our, that loops me into something else. Right okay. <laughs> something that people love to do is use rose quartz to like. I don't look. You're not going to put a spell on someone by putting rose quartz under their pillow no. or like under their side of the bed. It will definitely bring more loving energy into that space if you're sharing that bed with your significant other, you know. It's totally going to bring that energy into your space in a different way. Oh my gosh, see I just had a vision of when you were talk when of that. That's why I brought that up. Yeah. And I was just seeing somebody that was depressed and somebody putting rose quartz under their pillow to help yeah. them Oh, absolutely. feel a little bit more loved. Yes. Oh, I love that. What a loving giving thing to do. Oh, for you sure. Know? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're just helping them raise their vibration, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that I would say is like the correct way to okay. use rose quartz in that way, uh, you know, to like help someone raise their vibration. But I mean, I have some crazy stories from working at a spiritual store. People <laughs> did some crazy things, you know, they come in and tell us and this girl comes in and she's like, I went over to his house and I put rose quartz like in his yard. I was like, um, I wouldn't do that if I were you. She's like, but I don't understand. He doesn't want me. Oh my God. Like, okay, well, you know, putting some rose quartz in someone else's <laughs> front yard is not going to make them love you. Like that's not how oh crystals work. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but you can definitely, you know, use rose quartz. And if it's a bed that you're sharing with someone else, use that and have that be like your loving space yeah. for them, you know, like for you and them. And that's like your little safe loving bubble for the two of you. I think that's a great way to use it. Aww. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, me too. going to go find some more love, love quartz. <laughs> I feel like that's a nickname for it. You can put a lot of other crystals underneath your pillow too. That's probably one of my favorite ways yeah? to use them. Oh yeah. Oh, I've never done that before. I mean, I'm an Aquarius, so I love dreams and going to different places in my dreams. And for a really long time, I had a really hard time remembering my dreams. That was like something that I really struggled with was remembering my dreams. Cause I knew that they'd be crazy, but then I'd wake up and I had no idea what had happened. I couldn't even tell you a little bit about it. So I started using crystals to help me remember my dreams. And I started sleeping with different ones underneath my pillow. And it's, kind of wild. For a while there, I would actually write down a list of the ones that I had under my pillow each day. And when I woke up, it was like, depending on what the combination of crystals was, I I would keep track of it. So I, I would know, did I feel protected when I was in that dream last night? If I didn't feel protected, I'd be like, Ooh, what crystal did I add? That's different. Yeah. You know, and then I'd be like, okay, well, I know that one is not good for me to sleep with <laughs> under my pillow because I did not like those dreams last night, you know? <laughs> wow. So tiger's eye. Um, I would say. What would be kind of good for under that for dreaming? For dreams, definitely labradorite. Um, always sleep with selenite and amethyst as well. Those are really good for just keeping for like psychic protection and keeping that space pure. Okay. You know, that I would say that's like the number one thing. First of all, always protect yourself. Always. Don't just blast into the astral realm in your <laughs> sleep with no protection. 
Yeah, definitely don't obsidian or smoky quartz or malachite. Malachite is really great for protection as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, but definitely look into like third eye and crown chakra stones. Those are really good to sleep with under your pillow if you're trying to explore the dream space okay. a little bit more. Yeah. And then we have high vibrational stones and how to use them for the transformation. What's about oh. that? <laughs> it's like my favorite oh. thing to use crystals for, honestly. <laughs> so... High vibrational stones, I mean, obviously we've all heard about Moldavite and there's a lot of different ones out there that can be used for massive spiritual transformation, which is something that I really like to use crystals for, like I said. You have something on here that I'm reading, flower agate. What is that? Flower agate. Yeah. Agate, I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's okay. I didn't know how to say it. <laughs> agate. I didn't know how to, how to say it when I started working with crystals either. So start small. Don't just jump right into it with like these crazy high vibrational stones because it's like steps, you know, it's a stepping stone. Start out with one that kind of gets you accustomed to the transformational energy and kind of moves you into that space. And then once you're in that space, you can kind of add other crystals into it that are higher vibrational. Uh, Like I said, you're, I mean, if you step into a transformational space, you're going to wake up. You're going to be way more aware of the energy and the vibration of these crystals. And you're just going to know when it's when you're ready to get one that's like moldavite or a herkimer diamond or something that's very high vibrational and is going to like bring some crazy change into your life but good places to start are malachite flower agate those are two of my personal favorites i keep them with me all the time and it's interesting because they start um or excuse me they don't start those ones are associated with the heart chakra And I would say that that is really where transformation starts a lot of the time is by releasing emotions and things that you're holding on to in your heart, like right in the center of your being. That's where, that's where your heart is, you know, and being able to release those things that you can accept new blessings into your life. And that's what transformation crystals are all about. They are just helping bring to light those things that you need to release, things that no longer serve you. So you can get rid of those and be more open to other higher vibrational things. Fantastic. Yeah. So beautiful. The flower, agate. I can't even say that. <laughs> don't, don't make fun of me, everyone. Sorry, sorry. Flower, agate. Agate. Yes. That one, it's a good crystal. It's like tough love in a crystal for sure. It, it's super nurturing, helps you bloom into your life's purpose. It's an easy way to remember what it's for. This is flower, agate. helps you bloom into your life's purpose. And it shows you what your true path is. And it's, Mm. like I said, it's very nurturing, loving vibes. It's for the heart chakra and the solar plexus kind of. But it's also not afraid to like give you the facts when it's time, you know? So if something is not meant for you, like it's, like I said, it's tough love. So it does it with like a hug, you know? (laughs) But it's like baby boo, that's not where you should be anymore. Baby boo, that is not for you. Oh, yeah. So that's a good one. I actually had a piece of flower agate and like my roommate had gotten me this piece of flower agate and it was really special. And we went away on its camping trip up to, up to big bear over the weekend. And I had it. I like, I was holding it in my hand the entire time that we were on this trip trip. I swear yeah. I was obsessed with it. Right. End of the weekend comes nine people, nine of us are like turning over this cabin, looking for this piece of flower agate and 
No one could find it. Like it is still gone to this day. I literally could not find it. But in that moment, you know, looking back on it, I was not blooming into the like right path. And so that stone like went on its way because I was not, they were like, the stone literally was like, you're, (laughs) you're doing great, but that's not your true path. You know, it's time to maybe focus and shift and go into a different direction. And then like a week later I met you. Gina. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't expecting so I that. I had a big shift <laughs> after that, you could say. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, this isn't about crystals. I have a quick question though, yeah. because of when I was traveling recently and I was in a, a friend's home mm-hmm. and the glass kept breaking, like almost like flying out. And what? well, and I, I Glass is not a crystal, but it still has this delicate balance as well. And what I kept telling everybody was that it holds energy. Glass yeah. holds energy. Oh, yeah. Just like crystals. So, um, and that's why I believe um, in some traditions they break glass, like mm-hmm. in wedding ceremonies and things like that. Yeah. But there was a lot. It was like we couldn't even keep the plates around us. They were just falling and I think it was really heck? just a lot of actual, when there's a lot of energy, especially it was around New Year's, oh, they yeah. break. Yeah. So if you've experienced a lot of glass breaking recently, it could be just the, the tension of the of negative energy and it just mm. bursts the glass. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's something that happens with crystals though too, okay. is they will shatter. Like they will totally break on you. I had this happen recently when it's kind of fascinating. I was going through a lot of changes and, you know, like shifting my life path in some ways. And these crystals that I had been working with all the time, all the time, chrysocolla, blue appetite. I had some, they were some of my favorite pieces out of nowhere, just shattered. Like I had four or five crystals just shatter into a million pieces and within the same week, Yeah, you know? And it was just, I was like, what the heck is going on right now? But it's because, I mean, they're vibrational beings, these crystals, you know, they are taking on your energies just as much as you are taking on their vibration. So when it comes to a point that they can't heal you anymore, (laughs) it's time for them to return to the earth. They will shatter. And that's just, you know, it's just the end of their earthly journey. It's just time to go get another one. And it's always sad. Oh, I know. I was like, no, it's so sad when it happens, but. But don't be afraid of that too. And I think um, people are like, why are, you know, what's going on around you or whatever? And it was like, don't just say, you know, that's why I like that term, hoppa or whatever. Just just be like, you know, let that, let it go. Yeah. And uh, let that energy just come. Yes. And another thing about broken crystals, since we're talking about it, I would, a lot of people ask me if it's still okay to use the pieces of a broken crystal. Cause you know, they're like, Oh, it's my favorite piece. I don't yeah. want to let it go. You can, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you can't use it because you can yeah. continue to use it if you want. But that is the crystal's way of telling you that it's ready to move on to its next portion of its journey. So continue to honor it. And I like to bury my crystals. Oh, wow. So I will like take the pieces and I'll bury it out in the earth because it's a piece of the earth and it's earth energy. So let it return to the earth. And that's the safest thing that you can do if you're, especially if it's a crystal that you used for protection and it shatters, then it's probably holding on to a good amount of negative energy that it took out of your space. So bury it, put it back in the earth because the earth is our ultimate energy source. 
and yeah. it can handle taking that kind of energy. It'll just completely transmute it. And then it's like a cycle of life, you know, put that energy back into the earth and let it go make some new crystal babies. <laughs> oh, that's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Return it to the earth. Yes. I never even thought about that. Yeah. I have some things I want to return to the earth <laughs> later. <laughs> Okay, so what about when you're meditating and if you want to hold them or yeah, how to incorporate them into certain practices? Yes. What do you think about that? Well, I like to use them during meditation. There's a couple different ways that you can use it. Um, you know, you can use crystal grids. And a lot of times this, a crystal grid is basically just laying out your crystals in a certain formation so that it amplifies the energy within that little like circle of crystals that you're making. There's an endless amount of ways that you can use, like make them, you know, you can buy crystal grids where it has like little places where you can put the different crystals and they have ones that are very user friendly. So if you have no idea what you're doing or how to start setting up a crystal grid, you can like buy one online so that you, it makes it very easy for you to do. But if you're using them in like meditation or you want to use them for transformation, you're really trying to expand your intuition, use your intuition when you're doing that. And I always do it on my altar and I'll just kind of like lay out my crystals and it always ends up in kind of a pattern you know, so it helps amplify that energy. Just mess around with it. Mess around. Just mess around with it. You, I love crystal books and using them and looking at them for inspiration with rituals or like different ways that I can use crystals. But at the end of the day, I kind of always make up my own practices, you know? Um, so I do like the crystal grid though, for people who don't know a lot about crystals. Yeah. So it is a, yeah, a yeah. good practice to find out about how, because I'm looking kind of at it online yeah. and I've actually never heard of a crystal grid. Oh yeah. So, um, I'm sure a lot of other people have neither then, right? <laughs> but it's a, it seems like a cool way to learn about different, you know, crystals, but in sort of a fun way. Yeah. It incorporates, you know, sacred geometry and all of that. It brings a lot of different practices into it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out online too. There's lots of different crystal grids that are, that looks pretty. Yeah. Awesome. So one way that you can, well, a couple ways that you can use crystals during meditation, you know, incorporating crystal gridding into it, you can lay, you can like put crystals around you yeah. while you're meditating and that will kind of put you in the center of a crystal grid. And I'm reading uh, something right now that says how to use crystal gr- grids for mental health. Okay. So, you know, I, I, you know, you could just Google that, but that's kind of pretty cool, you oh, know, yeah. like specific getting, like you said yes. in the early, when we first started, just go and start asking questions and yes, Googling that's, what, it. that's exactly what I mean. It's like, Chances are, if you think of something, you're like, hmm, I wonder if crystals could be used for that. The answer is probably yes. (laughs) So just Google it, look it up, do some research. And, you know, chances are you're going to find something that resonates with you, you know? So if you find something that resonates with you and you read it, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like that would really work for me. Give it a try. You know, what do you have to lose? You're just putting a bunch of rocks around you, basically. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and helping with your mental health, yeah. anxiety, and teaching mindfulness to children and teens. Exactly, exactly. And another thing that you can do, tying in the 
giving and receiving hands that I was talking about with the jewelry. Okay. So you can get crystals that have points on them, right? So like you can get towers or you can get like a little raw crystal and it has like a point at one end. Yeah. You know? So using two crystals that have points and you put them in the palms of your hands while you're meditating. So in your right hand, which is your giving hand, the point of the crystal would be going down your fingertips. So it's like giving that the crystal is like channeling the energy off of your hand. If you understand what I'm saying. Yes. Then on the left hand, you do it the other way. So the point is going down your arm and it actually creates this like energy circuit, you know? So if I was going to use, for example, two pieces of clear quartz, then it's just as like an additional channel for the energy when you're meditating and it really helps you cycle through. It's like breathe in, you know, like inhale positivity, exhale negativity and having the crystals there are just going to amplify that energy. That's, that's pretty cool. This has been yeah. really educational today. <laughs> I never know so how many much. new things I'm going to learn from you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There's so much that you can do. You oh. Okay. Now you have here also about, we talked about this manifestation planner, but yeah. you're saying here that you can also put them on vision boards and things like that. Yes. Okay. How does that work? So, I mean, it's kind of the same concept. Yeah. You know, you the, if you listen to our other episode, The Magic Planner, which is really amazing, shout out Kaylee. She, we use our crystals on our planners to help manifest you know, what we're going for. Yeah. So right now, I really want to be focused and I want good energy and I'm definitely focusing on love, you know, like having loving energy in my life. So the crystals that I have on my planner right now are reflective of that in addition to having my transformational crystals that I always use, you know? But I also have a vision board, and I put it right over my altar, and I set up a little crystal grid so that it's, like, pointing from my vision board outwards. Okay. So it's, like, taking the energy of that vision board and putting it out into the universe was the intention that I used with it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... The possibilities are endless. If you think of it and you say, ooh, I bet I could use this crystal and point it this way and it'll channel the energy that way, you know? That is exactly what it's going to do. These crystals are vibrational beings. Like, they understand your energy just like you can understand their energy. So when you use them with intention and you put that mindfulness into it, then they're going to know what to do. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, and world can be, it can be hard out there. So why not try other alternatives that are peaceful and kind and, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If maybe it does, but I mean. I mean, why not give it a try? Because I think that these days we're all just kind of looking for more things that are going to help us get through this lifetime on earth and yeah. make it a more peaceful and loving and happy existence. You know? And I like how mothers are that. using it for teens with anxiety yes. and, and there's a lot of comments online. They're saying that their, their children have, you know, are doing a little bit better and they're resonating with it and yeah. maybe making them more grounded yes. or, you know, connecting them with earth. You know, yeah. we, we live in a lot of these places like urban jungle and we, 
you know, need other real world elements in our yeah. space that's oh, yeah. not, you know, just I mean, there's drywall. crystals out there that are, you know, like one of their main uses is for people who live in the city and they need some nature energy. Like holding that crystal is just a little piece of nature. It kind of brings you back to that mother earth energy. You know, there's so many different crystals out there, so many different things that you can use them for. So if you feel like you're lacking something or you're searching for something a little bit more, then look for a crystal. <laughs> You know, this has been such an incredible um, show with you today. And I think it's a great addition to the first episode. Yes. And did you learn a bunch of things today, people? Because I did. (laughs) I mean, and I thought I knew some things about crystals. And you're just always coming up with all these different new things. It's kind of quite amazing. So... Thank you so much, Linnea, for all your, you know, yes. support and love with the crystals. And I think the crystals are like, go girl. Yeah. Trust me. My Herkimer diamond this morning was like, like so <laughs> much energy. So I knew that coming on this podcast and doing this was exactly what I needed to do. <laughs> and I just want one last thing is yeah. I do have a crystal that somebody gave me recently okay. and uh, I was showing it to you today. Yes. And you told me that it had, what was it in there? A coating or? Oh my gosh. I would actually love to talk about some Lemurian quartz right now if you're into it. Sure. Okay. Just Let's do quickly. It. Okay. So I was looking on Gina's desk today and she has this wand that I've never seen before. So I'm looking more closely at the point of the wand and the crystal on the end of it is a Lemurian quartz. So they're kind of easy to get mixed up with clear quartz because they look very similar. But one of the main defining factors of a Lemurian quartz is that it has barcodes on it. So on one of the flat sides, it'll have these kind of striations and they're horizontal, horizontal striations for sure. And they're kind of like little bumpy things. And it's crazy because they look like they could be, they, you know, it could have been from like a machine cutting it or something, but it is completely naturally occurring. And Lemurian people, which I have definitely referenced in past episodes because I love them. So the Lemurian people way back in their day, it was a very long time ago. They're one of the, they're like some of the first ones on this planet. They knew that their race was going to ascend into a different dimension. So before they did that, they imparted their wisdom and their knowledge into crystals before they left this plane. So if you find a Lemurian crystal and it's got these barcodes on it, you can use it during meditation and kind of rub your thumb over the barcodes while you're meditating and it will help you like receive information from the Lemurians. I cannot wait. Do you know this? <laughs> I, I was telling her this really generous lady that I get my crystals from, she's moving. Yeah. So I went to go get some crystals and I was just seeing this one and I just was picking it up and playing with it. And she goes, you know what? You've been such a great client. You can have that. Yeah. And about a month ago, I had uh, Damien, who was a shaman who is on our podcast. He told me, he goes, You're, I see you getting this new wand and all this stuff. I was like, I'm not going to get a wand. Like, I, it's not something I would normally get. But, yeah. you know, somebody gave it to me. And now I have it. And now you. she's telling me Lemurian information is in this quartz. It's some powerful stuff. It's definitely one of those transformational crystals, like high vibrational crystals that I have written down. And that one's really great for connection to spirit and, you know, receiving like interdimensional knowledge, basically. Well, I'll let you all know what I find out. Okay. I promise I will share. I'm ready to hear it. (laughs) 
Well, Linnea, thank you again uh, for being my host and co-host and partner in crime with the podcast. And thank you to the listeners. And if you want to look out for us on our Instagram, it is... You can find us on Instagram at Liberated Healer Podcast. Thank you, Gina, so much for having me on and letting me let me tell you all about my love for crystals. <laughs> and thank you for educating us. And uh, let us know if you have any questions. Uh, we're at Gina at theliberatedhealer.com. And reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast, show your support by finding us online at theliberatedhealer.com and there you can find all of our social handles. Podcast.